Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's do it. Happy New Year, bud. Yeah, Happy New Year. Oh my God, can't believe it's twenty twenty three. Uh, that that's uh that's a year. Yeah. Uh, great week of football, which is where we're here to talk about tonight. Uh, every Sunday night at eleven Central, midnight Eastern, right here, Twitch TV, the beefiest boys. Uh, we got. We already got our our best friend, I would say, maybe. Broncos country, we tried. In chat, oh, welcome. Shit. Welcome to what him. Welcome, up, my dude? welcome to everyone else watching. Welcome to everyone listening next day on podcast. Uh, I mean, let's, uh, let's not fuck around. Let's just get right into it. There is a lot to talk about. We had a full week of bowl games. We had a full weekend of NFL uh we had a we had a great we had a great stream last night by the way our new year's eve stream very fun uh i had a lot of jambalaya today i am very sleepy so yeah let's dive right so into, let's it. Get into it all right news i feel like we have a good bit of news yeah i see you've got some notes here uh, let's go ahead and start on. Uh, let's start with the college stuff. I really want to talk about this. Uh, you got Ed Reed apparently going to be the head coach at Bethune Cookman. Uh, yeah, that did get announced. Now let's look at that. Ed Reed Bethune Cookman. That's kind of crazy. I said like, you know, was he trying to pull like the prime time thing? Oh yeah, Hall of Famer Ed Reed to be head coach at Bethune Cookman. That's kind of cool. It is. Uh, Bethune-Cookman has, has been kind of like, you know, middling for a while. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Eddie George went to Tennessee State. That's really great. A lot, a lot of like these like really high-profile NFL guys going back to their uh, alma maters. Well, yeah. specifically HBCUs. So. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I think they'll do uh, – I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be as good a coach as primetime was, but, I mean, that's a that's a high bar, so. It is. Um. Oh, yeah, the highest scoring Fiesta Bowl in history. Dude, that was fucking crazy. It was. Um, and in field pass with the McAfee show. What do you want to talk about that? Uh, I just wanted to just talk about the fact that it exists. I, Man, I don't know if you watched that at all. but I didn't. I didn't. Um, but I have seen a bunch of the McAfee stuff before. And it's so great because, like, I feel like ESPN had this like phase they went through where they were trying to be like super serious. Like they were like, please take right. us super seriously. All our commentary, super serious. But over the past like year or two, they've dialed back on that. And especially kind of giving him the, I won't say the reins, but giving him more creative control. It's like, you know, college football specifically is just kind of a goofy sport. So let's just be goofy with it. Yeah, I mean, so I was watching it, and it was basically they had four guys at uh -huh. each game, and they were just they were on the sidelines, yeah, like walking around, just goofing around. Yeah, it was a lot more energetic than your standard like color commentary. And it was yeah, fun. yeah, they did that. Um, they did that in the 2019 Natty. Well, I guess the 2020 Natty, but it was for the 20. 19 season when uh what was it lsu and ohio state no ohio state uh, uh lsu and clemson sorry and right. 
Uh, it was Pat McAfee and I can't remember the other fellow that was with him, but they were on that sideline just cutting the fuck up. I watched that the whole time because the game was boring, right? Joe Burrow right. just absolutely donkey dicked uh, Dabo, which is kind of funny, but yeah, no, it, it was it was great. It was really good. Uh, I did see another one kind of in the same vein. Uh, RG3 was at one of them. <laughs> and yeah, RG- he was part of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and RG3 just answered his phone during the middle of like the game, like halfway through it, and was like, oh, okay, really? And then just left because his, his wife went into labor. Uh, that was pretty bad. It was funny when he was like running and the cameraman was following. That was hilarious. That was some of the best coverage ESPN has ever done. Um, I mean, that's I, I love that. Like, let's have fun with it, right? It's a game, dude. Like, let's. It doesn't have to be fucking like tennis or golf. We don't have to be fucking quiet all the time and serious. Like, let's fucking cut up, dude. It's that's great. Um, I feel like there was something I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So much, it's like so much happened this week that it's it's kind of hard to remember all of it. I go up here. Um. Yeah, it's not coming to me off right off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about this. Actually, you know what? No, I'll save that until we until we start talking about the uh the sugar ball. So uh so let's get into the NFL news. What uh you wanna run that down real quick? Alright, sure. So earlier in the week it was announced that uh Derek Carr, quarterback for the Raiders, he got is getting benched for the rest of the season. Uh I mean he's been their starting quarterback for nine years now it's pretty much an indication that the new staff is moving on from him, which is what it is. I mean, he definitely had a down year this year, but mm. I mean, he's not a terrible quarterback and I feel like it was kind of, a, it was kind of an opposite of what happened in Denver where you've got your quarterback that isn't play, playing well. And you've got your coach that's potentially coaching poorly. Right. And the new coach and the new coach gets fired instead of the new quarterback. Right. In this case, the quarterback gets fired instead of the new coach. It honestly feels like a dick move is what it feels like. It does. And like uh, Devontae Adams came out and basically implied, yeah, you guys get rid of car. I'm fucking dipping. So good luck. <laughs> kind of base. Base, base rider died in. Do I think car might go to Indianapolis? Um, Indy definitely needs a quarterback. Will they go with car? I could see it happening. I also think they might pick someone up in the draft since they're pretty high up in draft pick this year. I definitely think Carr will be starting for a team next year. I just don't think it will be the Raiders. Uh, And in Broncos news again, uh, there were a bunch of players that basically tweeted out support for us after the coach got fired, which... Oh, that's good. It is good. It's interesting that they all came out and did it now. Like, post when the coach got fired because yeah. they were kind of silent on the whole situation throughout the whole yeah. year. And better late than never. Sure. J.J. Uh, Watt, a frequent defensive player of the year, is retiring from the NFL. That kind of came out of nowhere, I felt he, like. It did, but he also said that he basically just wanted to play so as long as his kid could see his first game, like home game. So, oh, that's... And he like, just had his child and they got to see their fight, his first home game, and then he's like, "All right, I'm done." Okay, that's super based. It is. Yeah, JJ yeah. is a really good player. He was. Yeah. He was awesome on the Texans. Been kind of mid on the Cardinals, but I mean, the Cardinals yeah. fucking sucks. Here's so. what it is. Uh, 
Terrell Owens was in talks with the Cowboys to play again at 49. Yeah, I was about to say, holy shit, T.O. is like, oh! Yeah, which I don't think it's going to happen, but and I'm pretty sure this this talk pops up almost every year. And But, I mean, my man's still fit. I just don't know that he's NFL fit. Yeah, I just, I mean, at that point, it's not even a matter of, like, being fit. I just, like, can your body handle it? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was talk this week of Sean Payton potentially going to multiple different teams as a head coach. I think, like, included the Cowboys if they suck in the postseason, which they probably will. Uh, Broncos. And one other that I can't remember right now. Do you think, but, yeah, do you think it's, I mean, do you think it's smart for them to dump McCarthy? Uh, uh, do I think it's smart for them to dump McCarthy? Well, I, for one, I hate the Cowboys, so I'm a bit biased. Oh, okay, yeah, fair. Uh, but I think being, you know, the whole quote-unquote America's team and they're yeah. always in the limelight, I think yeah. with the consistent, oh, this team is supposed to be so good and then just flopping in the playoffs, I think it's definitely possible they do. Oh, okay. I'm not saying. Watch T.O. go to the USFL. I'd rather have him in the XFL, which I wanted to say, by the way, I'm so excited for the XFL, man. Like, I'm also excited I'm for it. Pretty, uh, I'm pretty high for it. I'm pretty sure he played a game for like fan-controlled football last year. <laughs> Did he really? I'm pretty sure that I remember seeing that's that. That's awesome, man. That's just, a, that's just a dude who just loves playing football. Yeah, which you love to see. Really. You really do, yeah. Uh, that's all the NFL news. Like, not related to the games. I had yeah. written down. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get uh, right into talking about the games. And I, I'll, let's, I'm just going to go ahead and warn y'all. I have four pages of notes for these bowl games. Hey. So, yeah. So, uh, we, you know, one of my New Year's resolutions was definitely to be more prepared for stream. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and do that. Hey, speaking of New Year's, let's go ahead and get this announcement out of the way. Next, uh, yeah, next Monday, a week from tomorrow. Uh, Natty, live commentary stream. You and me, we're doing it. We sure are. We did a little we'll bit be here for the game. Yeah, we did a little bit last night, and it was it was kind of fun. But I mean, it was like the last minute. I might have screamed a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. It's pretty fun, but I mean, you you know, get to get experience a little bit of raw emotion. So, who do we have winning between Lions and Packers now? Packers. I want the Lions to win, but it's the Packers have looked very good the past two games and it's a home game for them so. rogers has like fully turned on his like okie doke bullshit there's no stopping them at this point yeah now what i will say is uh with them beating the vikings today they did like continue to se secure their potential playoff spot right but they also put the niners to the second seed so they'll have to play the niners Oof. in the first round and We've seen the past, what, like four years of Packers versus Niners in the playoffs, and it hasn't mm -hmm. gone well for them once. Mm -mm. so. uh, all right. Let's dive into it. All right. First game, Camellia Bowl, Georgia Southern versus Buffalo. Man, what a game to start the week off on. This was a tight one. Decent crowd considering it was in, what, uh, Birmingham? Yeah. Birmingham. I guess it's not too far for Georgia Southern, Atlanta. Uh, Buffalo, it's a little bit further, but I'm, I'm sure some of those Buffalo fans uh, didn't mind having to go down to Birmingham for a much warmer weather because it was a very warm week. Um, mostly GSU fans, though, unshockingly. Uh, Buffalo, 
solid first half lead. Then GSU comes out of the locker room with a massive drive and two-pointer to tie it up. Uh, Snyder was throwing, like, some very dangerous balls the whole game. Like, honestly, this game should have been very lopsided in Georgia Southern's favor because he was targeting their their guys way more than he was his. I, I don't know how this there wasn't like 10 turn. I know I'm serious. I, I don't know how he didn't throw at least like four or five interceptions in this game. It was fucking crazy. Uh, well, you know, that's what they say. You play defense because your hands don't work for catching the ball. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo stalled that in the second half, uh, but strip strips fumble got him back in it snyder snyder just straight started vaulting dudes and you love when when the white boy starts vaulting dudes that's how you know you're winning to be quite honest uh major energy shift uh but gsu mounted a goal line stand held him to three kept him in it uh yeah the dropped interceptions for gsu i mean god i'm just I, I just uh, every time i would see one i'm like that should have been six that should have been six that should have been it was crazy man it was crazy. Uh, fourth was a terrible start for GSU with a Van Trees int. Another goal line stand, though. Saved him. Uh, GSU amounted an absolute fucking march for 90 yards to get into striking distance, but too little, too late. Defense gave it up an extra drive for Buffalo and went into uh, defensive formation. Victory form, sorry, victory formation. And uh, won the Camellia Bowl, held at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. Sorry, not Birmingham. Montgomery. It's kind of the same town. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it, it was what you would expect from this kind of tier of a bowl game. But yep. uh, for a Sunbelt and Mac team, I mean, they they showed up and it, it was it was pretty good. It was a good game. It was a good game. So, uh, yeah. GSU's defense was really the only reason that they were like in this game at all with two goal line stands, keeping them to six versus 14. Uh, Vantries and Snyder just completely inconsistent. Both of them just completely inconsistent. Uh, Snyder. What did we think of the non-called targeting the final seconds of the TCU-Michigan game? Um, oh, shit. Oh. So I think it obviously was targeting. Yes. But I also think the refs decided like we can end it now or like end it in a play. Yeah. Um, and just... it's, it's kind of one of those things. Like I think for some refs, their like internal decision-making process is like, is, is, is this call going to be extremely controversial one way or the other? If so, do the one that puts less shit on me. Right. Because if, if you call targeting, cause that drive was a fucking disaster for Michigan. That whole drive was a disaster. Yeah. To, to give them the targeting call, to give them the first down, right, with what? Uh, 15, 10, 15 seconds left? Not a lot of time. Yeah, not a lot of time. But enough time, just enough, and that changes the, you know, the direction of the game. That's crazy. And, and like, yes, it is, it definitely was targeting. 100%. And you, you should 100% call 100%. it how it is. Like, you should call the rules properly. But sure. I get when, like, yes, it was targeting, but it's not like it influenced the outcome of that play, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because it was a, uh, I mean, he was already on the ground. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he was already down. He was on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it's, it's also one of those things where 
in my opinion, like if he doesn't seemingly have the intent, it shouldn't be called, which I, yeah. I don't think that guy had the intent. It didn't like, cause it was one of those things like they were just kind of, they were coming to the ground with it. And it was like, it wasn't malicious. It was, it was targeting. Yes. But at the same time, it was like, just, just let it, let it stand, you know, just let it stand. So not to, uh, not to butter it bad. Now, if I was a Michigan fan, I'd probably be livid, but I'm not. Yeah. So get fucked. All right. Sir pro first responder ball, Memphis, Utah state. Didn't watch it. It overlapped with, uh, the Georgia Southern game. It was also a fucking blowout. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Coastal Carolina and East Carolina. I did watch this. Unfortunately, it turned into a blowout. Sad to see my chance go out on a on a note like this. Uh, just another blowout by ECU. I, I both of these kind of middling teams this year. Even though Coastal Carolina has had like a a pretty decent run since 2019 or so. So to see them kind of sputter out at the end of the year was kind of disappointing uh chance just couldn't get shit going until the late third quarter and way too little too late um the problem here was and let's see i suppose it was get not not guess it was their other quarterback the narrative is that he's grayson looking to call grayson mccall he's looking to transfer possibly and no, i did see uh i did just see a high uh, headline was looking that he has exited the portal Oh really? He's, he's he's no longer transfer. Oh okay. Well, that's hey, that's good. That's good, because uh, you know there's been a lot. Actually, specifically this week, there has been a ton of discussion about the portal, and it's honestly kind of getting a little bit out of hand. A little bit, especially <sighs> there needs to be either it needs to be subject to like a time frame. Right. So like in the NFL, there's certain time frames that you can trade people and all that. I I feel like there needs to be something like that in college. Like you can't just go into the transfer portal. And I know most kids wait till the end of the year, but I feel like it should be after the natty. Right. Like all the games are sure. over because there's enough damn problems with kids sitting out for, you know, for the draft or whatever. And I, you know, we'll talk about that when we get here into the uh, Peach Bowl here in a little bit, because, you know, big narrative. But I, I just, I kind of hate the transfer portal, to be quite honest. Like, if you commit to a school, right, just stay there, right? Now, I'm sorry it didn't work out. That was the decision that you made. But the problem is there's no incentive for kids to stay anywhere anymore, especially with NIL. You tell a kid he can go... So, you know, say you're like third string at like, you know, Alabama or something, and then you get a chance to go be like the starter at, you know, like a, a, a higher up Sunbelt school or something like, well, well, like Coastal Carolina or something. And you maybe get some NIL money. They're taking that in a heartbeat. But yep. uh, I don't like it, man. I don't I don't like it one bit. So I will move on. Uh, guaranteed raid bowl in. Oh, Phoenix, Arizona. Bet it was warm down there. Um, do you think Levis will have a better career? I think Zach Wilson would be a bust like Zach. Ooh, that's a huge question right there, bud. Uh, Levis was the quarterback for... I'm blanking on him. Uh, Kentucky? I think so. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Kentucky. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's 
if I'm being fully honest, it's pretty hard to be as much of a bust as Zach Wilson. <laughs> Get his ass. Because honestly, Zach Wilson is pretty fucking bad. Yeah. One of the one of the worst, they might say. Uh, I don't I don't see Will Levis going super high in the draft like Wilson did. So I, inherently, yeah. I don't think you can be as big of a bust because he was he's not going to be the third or second overall pick. Uh, I can't really say whether he'll do well or not. I think he's. He, I think if he gets thrown in and immediately has to start for some reason, he won't do well. But if he like spends time sitting behind like a veteran, there's always a decent chance that he can do well, in my opinion. But also, Kentucky kind of sucks. So yeah, it is it's, yeah. So. Right, a guaranteed rate bowl, Wisconsin Badgers, Okie State Cowboys. Now, Wisconsin, they got their new head coach, Luke Fickle, who he was not coaching, air quotes. He was on the sidelines. He had the headset on, but uh, he had he stepped aside. He stepped back. He let some of the assistants and the OCs kind of do the big play calling, which seemed to have been a smart, uh, smart call a little bit. Uh, Wisconsin yeah. strikes first with an end zone turnover and a huge, huge, beautiful 85-yard run for steven johnson jr um oh i misread that wisconsin strikes first but an insult turnover and a huge run for steven johnson jr puts uh, the okies in the driver's seat i forgot about that uh the okies actually were down their starting qb they had to oh, spencer sanders to the portal to the fucking portal fucking so they got this wrangle kid who is inconsistent to say the least white boy by the way hey shout out by the way to wisconsin's qb a brother named wolf all right that's a powerful last name right wolf there. it's a very strong name yeah that's a that's a good one right there wrangle not so much uh yeah uh, wisconsin was just had these really like methodical long drives it was it was like real like old-fashioned football just like ground and pound like five six minute drives always ending in points um Oklahoma State, of course, Big 12 school, complete opposite, just fucking utter chaos, including the the one thing that kept this as close as was this crazy ass shovel pass at the top of the fourth. But uh, he just couldn't stop Wisconsin. Wisconsin was just so just pounded the ball. Um, Oklahoma had extremely mid year. What they had a they had a, like a real embarrassing loss this year, didn't they? Oh yeah, they got blown out forty-eight to nothing by Kansas State. I forgot about that. Oh, Holy yeah. shit! Oh, they lost to Kansas. Post, post, uh, like the bad Kansas. Not even the good Kansas. They lost to the bad Kansas. Oh my god, how fucking embarrassing, man! I don't want to say it, but that coach is might Gundy. You might just need to start thinking about heading to the house. Coach Prime to the top ten rankings next season. Nah. Ooh. Nah, I don't. I don't think top ten is possible. I do think that if if he's like as good as people want to believe him to be, I think it's possible they might become ranked at least. But I don't think there's a chance in hell he become top ten. That Colorado is just such a bad program right now that I don't. It's has anyone ever turned a just oh. terrible program into a <laughs> top program in? The first season they're there. So I was wondering, by the way, for people watching this stream, struggling for me to figure out how to spell Colorado. Don't talk about that. Um, I pulled up their schedule for next year. It's not great. <laughs> their first game of the year is fucking TCU. That, that is rough. <laughs> Who, by the way, very well, very well could be defending national champions on that game. So um, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, will. I, well, I'm looking at the schedule. It starts rough. The middle bit is kind of easy, but then it gets hard again at the end. So TCU's an L. Nebraska's probably an L. Colorado State, Arizona State, and Arizona. That's probably wins. Stanford's probably a dub. Bruins might be a dub. So, I mean, that's possibly a six-win season. Like, well, yes. Is Nebraska a given L, though? They were kind of dog shit this year. Oh, no, I'm saying that's uh No, sorry. I I, I didn't say either way. Uh, Nebraska, oh, no. I'm, it could go either way. Uh, but the TC is definitely, definitely an L. USC is probably an L. Oregon's probably an L. Washington State, eh, and the Utes. I don't, I don't know how much talent the Utes are uh, returning next year. So we'll see. Could, could I think the better question is, could he get them to a bowl game? And I think that's the much more likely. Uh, I don't think he will, but he could. And it'd be impressive if he did, to be quite honest. So that was our Tuesday slate of games. Uh, we'll get in here to Oregon and North Carolina. And I don't have any notes on that. Did I know? Oh, here it is. No, I'm just fucking out of order because I'm an idiot. Uh, oh, yeah, I was half watching. I was watching the uh, TTU Ole Miss game instead, which was a banger. Uh Hey, shocker. Guess what? Bo Nix was inconsistent in this game. I know. Crazy, right? Very uh, Drake, Drake May was fucking cooking in the first half. Three touchdowns, including a 48-yard bomb to close out the quarter. Oh, by the way, off of a Bo Nix turnover. Uh, I think I got a clip here, which opened in the wrong window. Th fucking great. Yeah, I got a clip here of it. 10. This was At just fucking beautiful. May yeah, like there you go. That dude was wide open. Love it. Uh, May the problem with May is is like he's like the East Coast Bo Nix, but slightly more consistent. So only slightly, only slightly. Um, it looked he looked good in most of it though. Uh, it was funny because in the very first part of the, the game, you could tell that Oregon was like, all right, we're going to let Nick's get out there and sling it. And then about halfway through, they were like, all right, this dude can't sling. Just stuff. Just fucking hand it off to the running back. Um, started pounding the run game. Um, likewise, uh, May, after halftime, just apparently stopped remembering how to play football. Uh, missing wide open wide receivers. And I mean, he was starting to have a little bit of a meltdown on the field because it was i mean he was frustrated man and to be fair i think a lot of it was on the wide receivers too but uh may fell apart in the second half man no touchdowns relying on a pair of field goals to keep it competitive uh fucking nicks fails his way upwards for a w i wanted to show this fucking they won this thing on a fucking doink they sure did. doink that's like oh my god that's the most frustrating shit it's, I mean, that's just the hmm, fucking hell, man. You hate to see it. Uh, oh, I wanted to show this bonus interception that was just absolutely fucking nuts. Where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one where this guy like it bounces off of like two different people. Yeah, off the leg, off a guy's hands. He catches it and just starts running with it. Just beautiful hand. Leg, well, sorry, fucking shin, foot, hand, 
That's great. <laughs> that thing touched like five different body parts on two different people. It's just utterly crazy, man. Uh, that was it. Was kind of a wild game. This was our first, like, the, one of the first big games of bowl season. Uh, I mean, Oregon. I mean, you hate to see Oregon win because they were such an inconsistent team. They got blown out by Georgia early in the year. Uh, so, whatever. Really embarrassing loss to got Oregon it. State. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, we got a question there from uh, Broncos Country. If you want to get that, should Ron Rivera be in trouble for his job after today's loss? Um, I definitely think the starting Wentz over Heineke decision was not the best because I think we've clearly seen what Wentz is capable of, capable of in this first few games of the season, and also how fucking terrible he was with the Colts. And like, yeah, Heineke fell off a little bit in the past few games, but. He was also the one that was giving them wins, so it was a pretty bold decision to not take him. And should he be in trouble for his job? I think I would not. I don't think he's going to get fired this year, but another bad year, I could definitely see it happening because they have not been great. And he's. I feel like he's kind of been living on his legacy of being good at Carolina, which yeah, that's in a, many such cases. We're, a, coaches, we're a few but, years separated from that at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely think it's it's probably going to become a discussion uh, going forward, especially if they come, if, especially if they start next season poorly. I think he's going to be pretty heavily on the chopping block. Hmm. All right, military bowl presented by Periton, which I thought that was Peloton at first, but Periton is apparently a defense contractor, something very different. Uh, Duke utterly just fucking dominated this game. It wasn't even interesting. I saw Gus on the sidelines. Dude looks like he's aged like 30 years in the past couple of seasons. It's pretty rough. <laughs> the, the paint on the Gus bus is starting to peel, if you know what I mean. Terrible outing for UCF. They're apparently going into the Big 12 next year, so this does not look good on the resume. Uh, Duke was a very underrated ACC team this year. All four of their losses were one possession games. Some were just a field goal. Although, granted, it was against like bottom of the barrel ACC teams, but it is what it is. Uh, Plumley started cooking a little in the fourth. No touchdowns and an int, but yeah, huge passes. A couple of trick plays he actually started pulling off, but uh, you know, is what it is. Too little, too late. Gus bus broken down. Uh, oh man, I'm so excited to talk about this one. This one, fuck Kansas versus Arkansas, 55-53. Dude, this one, Auto's on Liberty Ball, by the way. This one went off. These games, both these teams playing for a winning record at this point. Uh, both these, it actually, these were kind of similar teams if you think about it, right? Both teams looked really good. Uh, in the first half of the season, both teams just utterly collapsed midseason. Um, and then they're here playing for a winning record. This was Kansas's first bowl since 2008. So a round of applause for them. Arkansas lost 24 players going into this team, this game, 24 to, to injury, to the transfer portal, to sit out all of it. I mean, this was essentially a different fucking team. Um, but Kansas is a shocker. Kansas defense just could not stand up to SEC team. Whole match was a whole game was a mismatch outside of a few, a few key plays. 
both teams were different. Kansas was worse. Arkansas was actually a lot better. Uh, Jefferson was a lot better than he had been. But I tell you what, fucking Daniels was cooking. 37 for 55, 544 yards. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Five touchdowns, two interceptions, yeah. But, I mean, when you're slaying it that much, statistically. So, uh... Yeah, Jefferson, for the bits he started cooking, it was mostly because of wide open receivers, but that boy can run. Love to see it. Uh, Kansas actually woke up in the last, like they were losing this. And they woke up in the fourth quarter, 18 unanswered points. Um, capitalizing on a fumble, then a successful onside kick to tie it. That was great. Like you don't see a lot of successful onside kicks. Do not. No. Game was over, though, in the second overtime when Kansas failed a two-pointer. But, hey, a targeting call gave him a second chance. Does that sound familiar? To force sure third enough. overtime. Terrible play to end it in third overtime. Utterly confusing. Uh, broke a bunch of records for the Liberty Bowl. OT, scoring, passing yards. Uh, Kansas looked good. It's really, This was really a game. Like, even it's a loss. Yeah, it was a loss. But it was a two-point loss to a middling sec team and for kansas that's a super bowl essentially like they can capitalize on this i think they can build on this after a decade or two of fuck-ups this is one to point back to and go like we were there we can get there again let's do it um with the stronger defense they easily could have won this game easily i mean jefferson was good but he wasn't great uh, I think Pittman's going to have a pretty solid future at Arkansas if he can keep this momentum going. So, And Kansas, I, I know it's disappointing, 6-7 and seven season, but hey, there's always next year. And, I mean, to, considering where you've been, it's going to take a couple of years like this to get back to where you need to be. So, yep. uh, Do you think Bryce Young might go back to bed? No, Mm-mm, not a chance. No, I think, no. I think especially after the Sugar Bowl, yeah. I think – his draft stock is through the roof, and I I think it would be foolish to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas and Arkansas, I had that as my game of the week candidate. I think I think I'm gonna give it to it. That was a really good game. That was a really. Yeah, I know right? some, I know some of the semis were better, like, but given how they ended, I'll tell you what. If Ohio State had won, that would have been my game of the week, but they didn't, so it's not. So. Uh, another well, big SEC matchup. By the way, I know it was one of our talking points, but the SEC fucking blew this year in balls. They did not do hot. No, they didn't. But hey, our boys did. Our our boys. Uh... That's right. Mm, excuse me. Excuse me. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Texas Bowl. Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. I have a link here to tribute to Leach. Oh yeah. So they did a really good uh, tribute to Leach. They lined up in the air raid formation. Didn't snap it. Uh, uh, what's his name? I almost called him Leech. Fuck it. Sorry. Kiffin. Kiffin denied the penalty. Love. Great little tribute to him. Uh, we we really we really miss Leech, man. It's it's rough. But uh, I tell you what else was fucking rough. Both QBs looked like shit. Dart had more interceptions than he did touchdowns. Three to two. Absolutely fucking disgusting. By the end of the first quarter, both of them already had an interception between them. Uh, big goal line stand, though. In the second by Ole Miss, kept TTU from running away with it. 
TTU's defense was lights out against Ole Miss, who like historically has just run the score up. So fucking crazy. Although in their last three games, uh, Bama, Arkansas, uh, and the Egg Ball, they've been held to just twenty points. So Kiffin kept going for it on fourth down. And honestly, I know, I know, I know. We love to see it, but there just comes a point where it's not working, and you go, okay. Yeah, it's a similar case to the Chargers in the NFL. Yeah. So. Uh oh man, that mounted a goal line stand. Uh, it, not just it went nowhere. Fucking, they spent this long period of time like between TTU's or Ole Miss's goal line and like Ole Miss's like twenty five yard line, where each team kept turning the ball over and they just kept saying like no one could score, no one could move the ball. They weren't punting. It was it was it was a clusterfuck, man. And then they just kept like they started going for it on their in their own territory. It was just rough. Uh, fell apart in the fourth. Recurring trend. Uh, Rebels turn over again. They did somehow get 30 yards in personal fouls. So that's impressive. Uh, what's this video? Yeah, just two. Uh, yes, but that's still a lot. Of, oh, this fucking the, the onside kick to just give this guy the easiest touchdown of his life. God. Oh, shit. Ole Miss just fucking collapsed in this game. I don't know what happened, bro. Dart looked like shit. Just whatever, man. Uh, since Tom Brady is a free agent next season, do you see him retire and go to the 49ers and even the Raiders? That was a you question there, bud. Um, I don't think there's a chance in hell he goes to the Raiders. I think those, that team sucks and they have a terrible coach. But, I mean, I guess he did have a relationship with Josh McDaniel, so it's possible. But uh, as for the Niners... I think the Niners quarterback situation depends a lot on these playoffs because if Brock Purdy, like if they go deep in the playoffs with Brock Purdy, I think they might just commit to Brock Purdy. I mean, why not? Wouldn't even consider Brady, but I did. Brady's definitely not playing for the Bucks next year. I can say that for sure. Hmm. All right, Valero Alamo Bowl, Texas Longhorns and the Washington Huskies. Brett Venable's first bowl game, everybody. Yay! Fucking Texas look like shit. They are not back. Wide receivers dropping everything, four and out all the time. Bijan, of course, opting out. Fucking had to put it on Ewers' arm, and that, uh, not, uh, not great. Ewers, of course, had a very hot beginning of the season. That Alabama game, he tore our ass up, but I don't know. At some point, like, towards the end of the season, like, in November, he just, like, stopped being good. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Pernix looked decent. He's looked better. Uh, 32 for 54, 287 yards, TD and an N. I mean, he looked, he looked good. He looked good. That's about what we'd expect from Phoenix. Um, I wrote Pernix, but I'm pretty sure Pernix is a set of armor in RuneScape. It's because you've been saying Pernix all fucking year long. Yeah. What is, I, uh, is it? Hold on. Pernix. No. Yes. Pernix armor it for is. RuneScape. Yeah. Okay. That's why I keep saying Pernix. It's Penix, because it's one letter off from penis. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, this game, um, how do they say, sucked. This game literally felt like it lasted 12 hours. Like, legitimately. This game sucked. Fuck Texas, and honestly, fuck Washington, too. 
uh oklahoma and florida state i said that last game was brad venables and this sorry i got mixed up fucking look texas oklahoma it's essentially the same state let's stop pretending otherwise all right uh oklahoma and florida state this is brett venable's first first bowl game uh and he lost to mike norvell who hey we have been fans of since day fucking one of the season day one um i mean we called it with that decaying game which you know if you you can't beat decaying you might need to you know just quit a uh, huge comeback year for the Knolls. Mike Norvell is just working some fucking magic down there, man. You love to see it. Uh, big task for Brett Venables in his first year as an ACHC after a disappointing six and six and a blowout. What was it like, fifty-five to nothing in the Red River Red River rivalry? Forty-nine to nothing. Uh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Oh man, they got the shit kicked out by TCU too and Kansas State. Oh yeah, hate to see it. Uh, great first drive against uh, Oklahoma's poorest front line. Goal line stand, though, kept him to three. Uh, Oklahoma's defense more than made up for the defense. They were... Uh, they, had some, uh, they had some firepower. They had some firepower. Uh, Gabriel, not the hottest QB in history. 14 for 24, 243 yards and a touchdown. But, uh, man, Barnes, 27 carries for 108 yards. Bigly. Bigly. Uh, game was just... What was crazy about this game is there was like there was a few key plays that were like whoa that's crazy like that's sports center shit and then just a sea of mediocrity between them it was a fucking snoozer uh Knowles wrapped up with a field goal man i want to give this shout out there real quick huge fucking sign of the culture uh in the late game florida state had a, uh, had a kid go down big injury they had to bring the card out and the whole fucking team chased him down as the cart was leaving to pat him on the back you know high five you really man that's you can't like you know we we talk about a lot of shit that's going on in college football right now with nil and transfer portal stuff and like essentially buying players you can't buy shit like that man that's that's just good coaching so uh florida state 10 a 10 win season after the shit show that's been going on there mike norvell honestly is between him and Marcus Freeman, it's really hard to put like a nail down to coach of the year. Like, honestly, those were just such, it's really good to see too, because I feel like we've put a lot of emphasis on these coaches who have like big names, right? Like Brett Venables, for instance, but Mike Norvell, Marcus Freeman, literal no name who's come out of nowhere and bring these like prestigious institutions fucking back from the brink especially florida state because it was dire straits down there bro notre dame eh, not really but florida state people have just ridden them off but come back 10 and 3 season cheese ball win uh i mean hey good for you mike norvell good for you pretty good season good for you uh syracuse and minnesota do i have any notes on this I didn't. It's literally just Q's had a solid year with an inconsistent finish. Who fucking cares about either of these teams? Like, on God, it was the pinstripe ball. Oh, God, this was the one where the field was like... Sorry, just... let me correct you. It was the bad boy mowers. Ah, thank you. This was the one where the field was just disintegrating in real time. This, oh, God, that was embarrassing. I don't know, we're not, we're not even going to... We're not even going to talk about this. Fuck this. Uh, we're going to, to Friday, December 30th. We'll start off with, uh, oh my God. 
Oh my god, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Fucking this one was uh like this game on the field sucked, but they were doing some wacky shit up in the booth. They were like dipping like eggs and mayo and just like eating there was a them. ton of mayo shit going on there was a lot of mayo shit going on they were dipping macaroons in mayo. that's ugh. i don't i don't i don't know listen i know like i'm a bit weird saying this but like all that that much mayo is just ugh. yeah and i mean i'm a huge duke's mayo guy but even i was like bro chill <laughs> chill uh but i tell you who was chilling fucking talia on the field in the first half nine for 19 in the first half not great well he tried cooking but his wide receivers just did not want to catch balls uh nc state's defense was lights out though apparently they're one of the best pass rush defenses in the nation and it showed but uh terrapins did pull it out talk he ain't his brother but uh he's pretty good he looked in retrospect a very smart move transferring out from alabama to go up to maryland he's had a really decent career up there uh they did finish out eight and five nc state we kind of talked about them all year and like they were kind of dog shit but people kept like hyping them up and uh, yeah, you, you well the the videos are out there so well you know uh pit and ucla man I don't even remember that happening. That must have been on during something else because I, I did not fucking watch that game. It must have been on during the Notre Dame game because that one, I did watch that one and that one popped the fuck off. So we were just, of course, talking about Marcus Freeman and that complete turnaround for the Fighting Irish, which crazy, by the way, crazy. Um, yeah. This game, though, was a clusterfuck. Uh, so we're already starting off bad. Drew Pine is done. He's out. I believe he went to ASU in via the transfer portal. So we got to bring back literally the guy who we had to get rid of because he sucks so bad. Ty Buckner, the Asian persuasion. I just made that up. That's not his nickname. Uh, Buckner. Buckner fucking sucked. Literally, Pine was the reason that they went on the run right yeah pretty much <laughs> he sucked very slow start mm. they Excuse also me. were at the start of this game it was pretty gross because they were making spence rattler not look like shit well that's been a recurring theme with the last couple of games of the season that uh yeah i mean we won't get to i don't want to talk about yeah, yeah i didn't want to i didn't want to reopen that wound for you bud but uh <laughs> Yeah, no, I fucking very slow a turnover, few completions. Indy turned over the ball three times, and all three of those were Ty Buckner interceptions. So uh, he did kind of start to get it together, although the 21 points by Spencer Ratner in the first quarter didn't help. <laughs> uh, yeah, Notre Dame kept it from being a total blowout, made a run for it in the second half. Buckner did finally start to get it together, though. Like, finally. Uh, big yards, TDs in the touchout, uh, second half. Three, in fact. So, uh, Notre Dame's defense kept a minute, but they could not stop Rattler until the last drive when they just, I guess, just decided, okay, never mind. Let's just keep this kid from scoring. Uh, I believe last week we had the discussion as, like, what would happen here? Like, does Spencer Rattler, has he learned his lesson, or does he go into this thinking he deserves to win it and then blowing it? And 
apparently it was the latter. So fuck you, Spencer Rattler. Fuck, uh, fuck South Carolina. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Ohio, Wyoming. I didn't watch that. It was the problem with this Friday is there was like a couple of games in like the same time slots and it would have been like a good game. And then there was another one on that wasn't as good. So yeah, they I, like, they staggered them very oddly. Yeah. But what I did watch was this one. Capital One Orange Bowl. Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida. The Tennessee Volunteers versus the Clemson Tigers. This Hell was yeah, a brother. this was a ball game, man. This was a ball. You were you were down on it a little bit. Well, yeah, because I mean out a lot of offensive and defensive starters. Clemson had, you know, the whole big, oh, here's Club Nick's debut game. Ukulele, of bad. course. He's gone to Oregon State. Yeah, I thought it would be bad for us, but apparently Clemson fucking sucked. No, Club Nick was fucking terrible. He was slinging it, but nobody was catching it, except apparently Tennessee players. Milton looked really great, considering how many, like, key influential players y'all were down. Like, this was a great yeah. game. Uh, Tennessee at no point was in trouble. Like, they they beat the dog shit out of Clemson. Yeah, the first quarter was a bit rough because, like, we we we, punt, we had the one good touchdown drive and we punted a bunch. And it, it was especially rough because Clemson kept marching down the field, but then they kept fucking missing field goals. So I was like, oh, oh right. yeah. They left uh, 12 points on the field because of that. Yeah, their first drive, they attempted a fake field goal. And like them just run it and they failed that. Mm -hmm. And then their next three drives they missed field goals. So you can see Dab on the sidelines just getting pissed. But he was still yeah. coaching them up, so you love to see that, I guess. All right. Uh Saturday, New Year's Eve, the big one. Uh Iowa, Kentucky play. God damn it, fucking Kentucky. Dude, we just gotta we we just gotta have a new rule. Kentucky's not allowed to be hyped up. All right. Can we agree yeah, on that? So yeah, pretty much. And all the points of this game were in the second quarter. And two of the touchdowns were pick sixes. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't watch this game. What a fucking garbage bad. game. Fuck both these teams. Fuck Kirk fans. Like, it, it was on during the TCU-Michigan game. Yeah. So I was like, who the fuck's going to watch Which, it? I mean, no, yeah. It was, I guess it was on during the Bama game. Uh, I don't know. Again, they were It was in the bad times. So. Yeah. Speaking of, though, fucking... Alabama Crimson Tide versus the Kansas State Wildcats in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Uh, we talked about this game last week. Uh, as soon as it came out that Bryce and what's his name were coming back and that a bunch of those kids had transferred out, I I, I was just like, we're winning. We're winning. Like, there's just, there's just I don't even have, I'm, no, no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Um, and what was crazy is Saban came out a couple of days before the game, and I have never once in my in my life, uh, ever since he's been there since 2008, I have never once heard him badmouth players until right. this week. And he didn't name names. He didn't name names. But he did. He said that. He said there was a bunch of kids who transferred out, and they were energy vampires. They were just they were sucking the energy out of the room. They were like every they pulled us down. If this team. If this team that played this game had been the team that played all year, we would be talking about the Alabama National Championship coming up, and I don't believe anyone in this country could have beat this team. All right, so 
I also think part of it, as we were discussing this during the game, is not only just the energy vampires or whatever you want to call them, but it was also just a completely different discipline level. Yeah. Because all year long, like, Bamble was just getting shitty penalties that mm -hmm. was basically either killing drives or extending drives to the other team. Yeah. And they had, what, maybe two, three flags on them in this game total? Yeah. Yeah, and like it was, it was just a little ticky tacky shit. And considering like how close this team was to being undefeated, like this this team is four points away from being undefeated. That's it. And those are there were walk off field goals at the end of games. That's it. Um, it's it's I, I've said it once, and I'll say it ten thousand more times. The fact that Bryce is going to leave Tuscaloosa without a ring is the greatest travesty in Alabama football history bar none like there's nothing even remotely close it's so sad um i i this goes into what i was gonna talk about early in the new top of the news uh haha -ha clint dix of course has retired he retired to packers he's come down to tuscaloosa to take on a player development role saban is very serious about the future he's very very serious about rebuilding the culture in tuscaloosa and and you love to see it because there has been a little bit of talk about him maybe retiring like maybe he doesn't have it anymore some people some two-bit podcast hosts may have even at some points in the season said maybe he should retire i mean we're not going to name names certainly but some people have said that um but he's still Some fucking got frustrated it. Frustrated post-lost podcast host. Well, you, you got. I mean, you know, and understandable. But uh, uh, as far as the game, it was a little bit of a slow start for Bryce. Uh, Kansas State wasn't great, but they did get up ten zip against us for a while. Uh, Bryce finally got us on the board. Bunch of turnovers, man. Fucking Howard threw two ints just directly fucking to an Alabama players. It was crazy. We're fully back on form, man uh it's it's so great uh next year if this culture holds up especially with all the kids we got coming in if this culture holds up if he can if he can learn those lessons about these energy vampires air quotes um this team never loses a game i i, I honestly god don't believe it um you play us next year i actually i don't <clears throat> i'm starting to lose my voice um Let's check. What is our schedule for next year? Oh, it doesn't go there. Let's see. 2023 FBS Alabama schedule. Yeah, we do. Well, oh, oh, of course. We play y'all every year. It's the third Saturday yeah, in October. Yeah, fucking that idiot. All right. Uh, uh, well, you're definitely going to lose at least one. Well, and then except not natu naturally two because you're going to lose to us and lose to us again, at least at, at the latest in the natty. Okay, well, that's bold, but man, that early schedule is uh, there's a couple of cupcakes. There's a couple of cupcakes in there. Uh, Texas Longhorns in Tuscaloosa is going to be an interesting game, though. But Middle Tennessee, UCF Bulls, nah. wild that we got to play the two uh, Mississippi teams back to back. But we got Tamu at College Station. Uh, fuck, I'm not worried about that. But yeah uh yeah no i mean it's gonna be there's gonna be some you know learning curves next uh next year obviously because we got a bunch of new kids coming in replacing a whole bunch of people but saban's done it before if he can hold the culture together i don't think anyone stops it so anyway enough about that let's get into the semifinals all right verbo fiesto bowl 
Fiesto? Fiesta Bowl. TCU Horn Frogs, uh, Michigan Wolverines. Now, I came into this thinking TCU was going to get the shit kicked out of them. Like, honestly. I think everyone did. I think everyone did. But honestly, they kind of showed us. Uh, they ran through Michigan in the first half. I mean, it was a totally different. <laughs> it is very funny. Like, you look at the points here 14. 7, 21 points for TCU in the first quarter. Michigan just 6. But then you come out in the fucking just the third quarter itself 44 points between the two teams. <laughs> Holy shit. This is, yeah, I mean, this game very fast. this game popped the fuck off. Duggan and McCarthy were slinging. They were cooking. They were whatever words you want to use to describe it. Uh, hey, big JJ McCarthy fans around here, by the way. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, Duggan too, great guy. These are two just like really good like college players, like good hard on their sleeve kind of players. They're not trying to be someone they're not. He just he loved to see, really loved to see it. But uh, man, TCU. I mean, <sighs> team of destiny. Maybe. Well, we've got to hope at this point, don't we? Yeah, we do. Michigan did their damnedest to come back, but I mean, it was just it was too little, too late. Uh. Oh, and then the yeah, the bot snap. Oh my god, that shit was so crazy. That for a second, I thought they were gonna get the first down, and it was gonna be just the craziest shit you'd ever seen. But no, even without the targeting, it's um, uh, it's uh, yeah. Uh like I I feel like this was a good year for Michigan. I know people are probably gonna use this specifically as an example to shit on Harbaugh, but I don't think you should. Like this was a hell of a game. This was an all-time classic game, right? Yeah. Uh, Michigan has a lot to build on and keep in mind. I mean, they're, they had a good bit of turnover. Like they're fucking like number one running back was hurt a lot of the time. Uh, why was he not playing this? Didn't play in this. Still hurt. hurt, Yeah. So, uh, you know, with a lot of personnel turnover and stuff, it was a pretty impressive run. TCU though, man, I'm just fucking team of destiny, dude. I I hope to God. I will say they have one loss. And that was to K-State, who we blew the fuck out. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just saying. Yeah, you know how it just is saying. when it's in in conference games. I, I understand. I understand. I understand. I'm just saying. Okay? Sure. Well, you should have hit that field goal and not missed him. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's just uncalled for. So... All right. Oh, God. Fucking. Butcher. I don't want to talk about this. Oh, we got it. The, the CFP semifinal at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. <sighs> Fuck you. I just, I hate Ohio State. I hate Ohio State so much. You made me, you made me cheer for you. And then you fucking lose. I'm telling and, you, man. You know, you're talking about this, I think, going into the fourth quarter when they were up 38 to 24. That, like, oh, they're going to blow it. It's going to yeah. be Big Ten blow yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be Georgia pulling their fucking African totems they stole from Auburn. Yeah. And, and lo and behold. Lo and behold. Fucking CJ Stroud did look good in this game, though. 
a very clean game, 23 for 34, almost uh, 350 yards, four touchdowns, great. Uh, Bennett looked a lot sloppier than he usually does. Like, ben, I don't think Bennett's a good quarterback. Like, I'm, I say I don't that either. He, he improved in, like, yeah. the, like, going into the second half and whatnot, but to start this game, he looked like absolute dog shit. Yeah, no, he, I don't know. I, fuck him. Fuck him. Indeed, and so I think the what really turned the tide here is when uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. got knocked out and couldn't play anymore. Because mm-hmm. he was destroying the Georgia defense, like wide ass open all the time, just shredding yeah. them. And then he took a blow to the head, got knocked out, uh, dropped a touchdown pass in the process of getting knocked out. And then they lost. <laughs> And that's why I'm feeling good. And we won't get too deep into it because that's a next week conversation. But that is why I'm feeling good about the natty. Because I th- I think Duggan can absolutely fucking shred their defense. I agree. And I'm and I will I'll expand on it a little bit next week after I've done my research and my homework. But I'm gonna say this. I feel like this natty game could easily be like a sixty to sixty affair. Just an absolute uh, yeah, score fest. Well, now, I will say with the result of these semifinals, it has come that my prediction of TCU Georgia did happen. Did you actually predict that? I did. I said I wanted it to be TCU Georgia because I wanted the Big Ten to fully embarrass themselves. Which they did. And then I, all right. And then I wanted TCU to beat Georgia just for the that which, was the best which they that was really the best result in my book. Oh, okay. Which they really did, because if you think about it, yeah, okay, so two Big Ten teams make it. Oh wow, the Big Ten. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have the game rematch in the natty. No. Both teams, both Big Ten teams lost in the most embarrassing fashion outside of a blowout, they lost in the most embarrassing fashion possible. Michigan on the bat botch snap final play and then Ohio State on the shanked field goal at the end. Like it couldn't you're right. Like I, I hate Georgia. I really don't want to see them win. But if it had to happen, I'm really glad that it happened to Ohio State. Because fuck both these yeah. teams. Please shut up about the Big Ten forever. They are a subpar conference that nobody cares about. Fuck off forever. So Oh, God, this is the words about to come out of my mouth are just the most depressing shit I'm ever going to say in my life. Tomorrow is the last bowl games. Uh, Yep. ReliaQuest Bowl, Mississippi State and Illinois. Uh, Will Rogers, who shout out, still does not have a headshot on ESPN.com. So based. (laughs) It's, It's just whatever, man. Um, I'm feeling state on that. They're gonna be they're gonna be playing for Mike Leach. You're gonna love to see it. Uh, it's a little bit of an early one. Make sure you get up tomorrow, which is not a holiday anymore because the holidays are over. Oh wait, no, that's the most depressing thing I've said in this show so far. Yeah, I don't work tomorrow, so yeah. Uh, Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Uh, two number sixteen Tulane and number ten USC. That sentence just sounds crazy to say out loud. Um. Uh, USC is a favorite in this, but honestly, you kind of want to see Tulane win, to be quite honest. Like, A, fuck yeah, USC. And B, fuck Caleb Williams. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then C. I mean, Tulane used to be SEC, so, you know, go Green Wave or whatever the fuck they are. Uh, 12 p.m. on ESPN, the Cheez It situation. How the fuck? How does Cheez It get two bowls? Fuck off. Nah, fuck off. Fuck off. You don't deserve two bowls. You're a subpar snack. Is that a hot take? Um, 
A little bit. I, mm. I'll tell you what, the Cheez-It snack mix thing they got goes yeah. really hard. Oh, really? It, it's it's like a Chex mix, except it's like Cheez-Its. Okay. Kind of. All right. I know. I, I know. I like don't like cheese, but yeah, like the artificial cheese flavoring that goes yeah. with chips and shit. I I do like. So. Okay, we might have to discuss this on the beef stream soon. We might have to discuss Maybe. this on the beef stream. So, uh, right. So yeah, Citrus Bowl number seventeen, LSU versus Purdue. Uh, man, I'm really gonna need these two SEC teams to win tomorrow just to kind of would this break us even in bowls or would we still be losing? Ooh, it. I think it would break us even with okay. the Georgia win. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Of course it's going to come down to a Georgia win. Okay, god damn it. Well, no, I think with the, the win over Ohio Oh, State, oh okay, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Purdue, they're Boilermakers. That's, that's a lame name. Penn State and Utah. Man, Utah. <laughs> what is this? The, oh, the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So, it's weird the Rose Bowl being on January 2nd. But, of course, uh, January 1st fell on a Sunday, so that's how it works. Uh, Penn State and Utah on the Rose Bowl. Man, which version of Utah shows up? Uh, that's going to be the fun question. Cameron Rising, which that is still a crazy name to me. Like, who? <laughs> Cameron Rising. That's such a stupid name. Uh, it's, it's a name. It's a name, so. Uh, uh, you know what? He's probably a superstar in Utah, so. It doesn't take a lot of much, so. Uh, Penn State also kind of in. I'm mean, I'm shocked both these teams even have ten wins. So, fucking crazy. Yeah, and then uh, of course the Natty. We'll talk about that next week. And then of course for the Natty. Oh God, I've seen there are thirteen. Man, that right, that number right there, thirteen for Uga. That's that's some disrespect for TCU right there. And I feel like it they're. Is, I, I feel like they're they're going to use that. So. Hopefully, and I will say the line has actually gone down. It was more in Georgia's favorite when it oh. went up originally. Yeah, so uh, that's good. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. I don't want to get too deep into it. So, uh, what I do want to get deep into is that NFL bussy. I promise I will never say that again. Sorry. Hey, please um, don't. All right, so let's turn it over to you, Mr. NFL guy, and let's get into it. All right. Well, it was a big week in the NFL this week. You know. A lot of people either made their playoff spot or got eliminated. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, just start right in. Falcons, Cardinals. Now, these are both teams that already eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, the Cardinals are on their fourth quarterback of the season. Fucking David Bloch out of Purdue. Wait, what? Bloch? David Bloch. <laughs> That's literally That's his, his name. name right? David, David Bloch. By the way, he's 27. This dude looks 38. Yeah. That's rough, man. What happened to Colt McCoy? Uh, I think he's hurt. What happened to Tracy McSorley? Also hurt. <laughs> what the fuck is going yeah. on with their strength and conditioning? Yeah. Oh, that's rough. They all wanted to go play Call of Duty. I don't know, bro. Ah, I don't blame them. Anyway, this is a pretty close game. Uh, the Falcons won on a walk-off field goal. Dude, these Desmond Ritter stats are the most depressing shit I've seen. <laughs> Desmond Ritter kind of sucks. Uh, 19 for 26, 169 yards. No touchdowns, no ends. This, like, he... You could have literally put, like, someone watching the game in that same position. I really don't think it would have been much different. Yeah, I think he also, like, dropped multiple uh, snaps as well. So oh, my God. Lord. Yeah. Yeah, those teams suck. This was a this was uh, a garbage bowl. 
the Falcons lost, or the Cardinals lost, but in the end they won because they're getting a higher draft pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lions fucking destroyed the Bears. Good really lord, didn't they? Man, the Lions, like, you know, we're talking about TCU in the NFL, uh, in, the, in college being a team of destiny. The Lions are all kind of starting to look like a team of destiny a little bit. Yeah, they are, unfortunately... Their loss to Carolina last week kind of fucked them over in that regards. Because mm-hmm. so to make the playoffs, they have to beat Green Bay next the next week, which good fucking luck. We already discussed that a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they also have to rely on uh, the Seahawks losing. So it's it, it it is a bit out of their hands on whether they make it or not. Because mm-hmm. if the Seahawks win, they're automatically eliminated. Man, Goff looked really good in this. But I was talking about Desmond Ritter stats being so depressing. Uh, (laughs) I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's be fair. His, his rushing stats look pretty decent. 10 carries for 132 yards, but I mean, that's who he is. Justin Fields is a great running back. He's a great running quarterback. Awful passer. Seven for 21 for 75. I don't even want to finish that sentence. Just go on. Just take this. Take this. Say Jesus. Take the wheel. uh, I mean, they got fucked on by the Lions. God, did they only score in the first quarter? Yeah, it was. It was looking like the Lions weren't looking hot at the start, and then the second quarter hit, and it's like later, bitch. (laughs) Justin Fields fucking sucks. So we, of course, that does mean the Bears are facing a potential first overall pick in the NFL draft next year. Oh, I don't like that at all. (laughs) That is a case. I don't like that at all. Listen, I, I. I don't think they move on from Fields this year, okay. despite how bad he is. So okay. I don't think you have to worry about Bryce going to the Bears. Okay. No, I have to worry about Bryce going to the Texans. Even worse. You do, which I mean, even if the Texans are number two, he's he's still pretty. I feel like Bryce to the Texans is all but confirmed. I do. Yeah, I'm I'm aware. Thank you. Uh, Broncos Chiefs. Uh, Broncos actually came close in this game. They Chiefs. did. You you do love to see it, considering all the hate they've gotten. You know, their coach just got fired. Well, I tell you what, Wilson, just like just looking in his stats, I mean, it looks like he's starting to kind of put it back together. Yeah, it does. Maybe, so it, was like that, maybe that. it was that coach. Listen, this, there's a lot of bad coaching going on. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, the players get blamed for it. So. That's true. I will say the big highlight from this game for me was uh, the was playing the Chiefs stadium and at one point, the uh, fans were chanting MVP, MVP after some Mahomes play. And then the very next play, he goes and throws a pick. So <laughs> Get fucked. Uh, yeah, but the Broncos are 4-12. and 12, And they're going to get a new head coach. Maybe Sean Payton, who fucked up. Uh, so Dolphins, of course, out to uh, he's still got the fucking concussion, which, you know, that's a pretty messed up situation. Did we talk about that last? Uh, yeah, we talked about that last yeah. show. Uh, Mac Jones, though, pretty decent. 203 yards, two touchdowns. They secure the dub. Uh, do they have a playoff spot? Man, they're it, currently it, they're currently the seventh seed, which means I believe if they win on... Uh, oh, they play the Bills next week. Oh, so. uh, wolf. There's still a chance of the Pats making the playoffs. There's a chance for the Pats or the Dolphins to make the playoffs, but it's right. a bunch of, you know, scuff situations. Sure, sure, sure. Good to see Matt cooking a little, though. It is. I think 
I think the Pats make it if the Steelers lose, uh, the Dolphins lose, and the Titans lose. Or they just win. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, my boys, Big Blue, the New York football giants, uh, fucking clobbered the Colts. 38 to 10. Secured our playoff position for the first time in six years. Love to see that. Massive turnaround. Uh, I mean, Danny Dimes, what a game out of him. 19 for 24, 177 yards, two touchdowns. 91 yards and two touchdowns on the ground as well. He's really cemented himself as our starter going forward, especially because there's no uh, real quarterback talent we could even pick up in the offseason. Mm-hmm. But as a Giants fan, you love to see it. The turnaround, I mean, uh, Brian Dable is my coach of the year, obviously, for what he's done. I just love the name Danny Dimes. Me too. It's such a great name. It really is. And, you know, we can only go up from here. We do, we are currently playing the Vikings based on current seeding. Uh, I feel like that's a game that we could actually win, even though it, it it was pretty close at our matchup. I mean, a week ago, so yeah, anything's possible. I don't I don't think we're winning a Super Bowl. Yes, nah. I'd love to see that. But, but it's good to see this. It's, it's good to see the Giants back on. I don't want to. I'm not gonna say on top again, but it's good to see them back towards the top again. All right, it's it's good to see them not being dog shit for ten yeah. years straight. Yeah. God, speaking of being dog shit. Well, speaking of being dog shit, your boys, the Aints, beat the Eagles. Yeah, I felt like they weren't even trying. Oh my yeah, god, well, Gardner had a disappointing game. What the fuck? He did. I'll tell you what, though, Dalton, I know no touchdowns thrown, but hey. Look, for Dalton, he here's, what I, yeah, here's what I'm looking at for out of Dalton, right? To not fuck it up. That's all I want. Right. That's all I'm asking. Just don't fuck it up. And he didn't. And I think... At some point, he was like 15 for 15. I think his first incompletion was the pick. Oh, that's, that's surprising. By the way, shout out to Marshawn Lattimore, who has been out like the entire season with an absolute banger interception return in the late fourth. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Love to see it. Marshawn Lattimore is a dog, dude. And, you know, this the result of this game is pretty interesting because now the Eagles are in a they have to win yeah. next week for the first yeah. overall seed. Which, I, I, think a lot of people, Giants, so. I think a lot of people looked at this game and went, oh, first seed's a lock after this. Nope, apparently not. Yeah. And well, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, it is, I think it's possible even, yeah, if the Eagles somehow lose against the Giants next week, I think the Cowboys t- win the NFC East. Like, the yeah. Eagles haven't even won the NFC East yet. Yeah. Well, that also relies on the Cowboys winning. Uh, now, here was a fucking banger game. Bucks, Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks were going into the fourth quarter down 21 to 10. Kind of a rough game. But I'll tell you what, the Mike Evans, Tom Brady connection is back. Oh, you love to see it. You do. Now, this Good is Lord, the 10 game. receptions for 207 yards. Right? Oh, that's nasty. And three tons. That's nasty. Yeah, then of course, Mike Evans did hit his ninth straight 1,000 yard receiving season. Jeez. It's a lot. 
You know, it's funny because, uh, uh, you know, people have they, they shit on Tom Brady and the Bucks a little bit this year for being garbage. But like they're eight and eight. Right. They got the Falcons next week, which is I'm not going to say it's an automatic dub, but well, they've, they've already won the division. So sure, 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 sure. But I'm just saying, like, as far as like raw numbers go, like, you know, they're probably going to win that. So, you know, nine and eight finish out the regular season. They're not nine and eight otherwise without Tom Brady. So, oh no, not at all. No, they're they're like they mean, might be winless. Like yeah, it's been a down season yeah. for them, but at the same time, Brady's like second in the league in passing yards right. and like fucking four hundred thirty-two yards today. And, like, and to be fair, tons of injuries. They had a lot of players out at different points of the season. And to be even fair, Tom Brady's like personal life did kind of like completely fall apart in the it middle did. of the season. So, you know, cut cut my brother some slack. So, but I'll tell you what, great time to rekindle the Brady to Evans fucking uh-huh. fire because when better when you're going into the playoffs? Seriously, man, two hundred and seven yards receiving is fucking a that's, lot. That's nuts. Uh, Browns beat the Commanders. Shocker. I think this was uh, mostly on Carson Wentz throwing three picks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, they chose to bench Heineke for that, so that's that's the Commanders for you. Uh, what, 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 uh, what's, what's, going, what's going on here with this John Watson? What are these numbers? Listen, no, I think we talked about this a bit last week where I think this is... Yeah, he was out of football for essentially two years, but I think this is Kevin Stefanski being a terrible coach that okay. plays to his offense and doesn't play around his player. I mean, he wasn't doing a lot, but I mean, when he did it, he did it. Nine for 18, 169 yards, yeah. but three, so the three touchdowns is the crazy number there. It's like, dude, you did nothing, but apparently when you did it, you did it. So that's nuts. I mean, good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's got, you know, his five years of fully guaranteed money. So. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, our boys, the Jaguars, dog walked the Texan. Love to see it. it. Uh, T-Law did end up getting pulled out early because they didn't need his services anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texans suck. Yes. They play uh, the Colts next week to decide the number one pick in the draft (laughs) and the Colts are really bad so who knows where that will go Mm. but the Jaguars they do remain they're eight and eight they're even uh it's that's a pretty big improvement considering they had the number one pick the past two years and if they win next week they make the playoffs this uh Niners Raiders game was kind of wild Oh, that was a high-scoring affair. Oh, it is. I see a name that I don't like seeing. Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham. Out of Auburn. Oh, I hate him so much. Well, this game did go to overtime. Uh, it went to overtime because the Niners actually missed a field goal as the game ended. And then, ironically, they won off a field goal in overtime, so good for them. Hmm. Of course, this game was coming off the whole... Uh, they benched Derek Carr for Stidham, which, in the case of this game, considering how good the Niners' defense usually is, like, it makes it seem like a good idea, and it would really made me think now. So Jared Stidham was on the Patriots for two years. I think the two years prior to this one, actually. 
and then the Patriots OC Josh McDaniels comes to the Raiders. Was there a bit of long con going on here to make the Raiders look like shit so his boy Jared Stidham could be the starter going forward? Uh, who knows? I'm just throwing that out in the air. It's certainly possible. Hmm? I've heard a crazier son. Same. But the Niners win. They move up to the two seed with the Vikings loss, which I guess we'll get in that shortly, just because Jesus Christ, that was a game. Uh, Seahawks eliminated the Jets from the playoffs. You'd love to see that. And I think the Seahawks still have a chance at the playoffs themselves, so that's something. And Vikings Packers, I mean, good lord, man. It's like, what the fuck happened to the Vikings? Kind of a kind of a collapse, a little bit. It really was. Uh, well, and I said it at the top of the show a little bit. Of, like, let's not let's not discount Aaron Rodgers turning on the fucking okie doke up to eleven. Because I said yeah. it, I said it, I've said it endlessly. I've talked about it endlessly. Like he has this weird power that he chose not to invoke until like the v- fucking very end of the season, where he can just do this thing where he gets up and like talks to a sideline reporter and just flashes a little smile and a wink and goes, relax, it's fine. And then just everything falls into place. Yeah, at the early season he was depressed. Like I don't know if his fucking like peyote dealer like ghosted him or whatever or I don't know what the fuck happened, right? But it looked like he was ready to go to the house. It looked like he was ready to go fucking, you know, binge watch some Jeopardy. I don't know what. But come December, he went, eh, let's hit him with a little bit of the old, the old fucking, you know, Cal Berkeley okie doke. And I, the fucking team of destiny bullshit. Here we come. Yeah, I mean, so the Vikings, I believe, got stopped on the one yard line three or four times in this game. Which, oof. Yes. Uh, That's a certified uh, oof moment. 105-yard kickoff return, touchdown for the Packers. Can't be having that. 75-yard pick six for the Packers. Can't be having that. Uh, Everything in this wet game went the Packers' way when it needed to. I mean, shit, Rodgers didn't even look that good. I'm telling you, man. Okie doke magic. Everything around him happened great. Where is he from? Uh, California. Is he actually okay? Is he actually from California? Yeah. He's from like Northern California. Chico, Cal. What the fuck is Chico, California? It's not a desert or somewhere. Oh, it's like deep in state. Oh, it's like, oh yeah, it's like way for now. It's like near Redding, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, Northern California. Yeah, so, dude, there, there, yeah, there is some okie doke up there, man. So it's a little bit of the old, you know, puff puff okie doke, but oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's where he gets it from, right? So. Yeah. No, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the Chargers beat the Rams. Baker didn't have his best game for sure. Rather mid, although he didn't even throw the ball that many times. Chargers no, he didn't. kind of dominated this one. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, understandable. I mean, he yeah, he's had it. He had that real great first game. Very terrible next game. Third game looked good again. It's very inconsistent. Understandable. He hasn't been there long. It's going to take an off season right. for him to get you know adjusted to the system. I mean, for God's sake, ESPN still has him in his his headshot is still his Carolina jersey. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's. And I take will a while. say the the Chargers so, have some big momentum on them going into the playoffs. So yeah, I'm sure. And with the Rams being you know long eliminated, I'm sure that had some impact. Sure. And Sunday night football, the 
Kenny Pickett pulled off a classic to beat the Ravens. I actually didn't see this because I I fell into a very short jambalaya-induced coma. But uh, uh, that is valid. Yeah, no, this was this was a good game. Fucking, we it were was. talking about it like Tomlin is going to drag them kicking and screaming to the postseason. Yeah, there's uh, I believe they do have to rely on others to like lose in specific ways, but there is a realistic chance that they make the playoffs. Here, let me look it up. Right. All right. So what the Steelers need to make the playoffs is they have to beat the Browns. Very doable. The Bills have to beat the Patch. Very doable. And then the hard thing for them is the Jets have to beat the Dolphins, which is eh. definitely the it's it's hard. But at the same time, like, I think the Dolphins are once again on their third string quarterback. So, oh, my God, definitely possible. Jesus, there is a very real scenario that the Steelers sneak into the playoffs. Mike Tomlin has another winning season that makes the playoffs despite all odds. But, you know, you kind of love to see. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Najee Harris, your boy at Alabama. Ten yard pass with Kenny Pickett to take the lead with under a minute remaining in the game. Low mm-hmm. scoring game, which these NFC North ma- or AFC North matchups usually are, but sure. a good one. And then tomorrow night, very large game, a lot of things in the line for the first overall seed. AFC Bills Bengals. Bills are a one and a half point favorite. This game is likely going to be very, very good. Is there a Manning cast for this? I believe the Manning casts are over, unfortunately. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. But I mean, who doesn't want to see Burrow against Allen? That's that's going to be a, good, a yeah. great game. No, that's going to be all time classic. Now, for next week, there's only been two games that have uh, their specific time slot announced. Mm-hmm. Because like they they got a lot to figure out in terms of making it interesting for playoff st- situations. Right. But, so for Saturday, we've got two games, Chiefs-Raiders. That's uh, it's kind of a who cares game, nothing really on the line there. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday night, Titans-Jaguars to determine the AFC South winner. Right. Go go Jaguars. They're actually a seven point favorite. Whoa. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then Sunday, which none of these have specific time slots for you, right. but we got Bucks, Falcons, uh Patriots, Bills, Buffalo's Buffalo's a seven and a half point favorite on that game, and they haven't even played their Monday night game yet. Oof. Yeah, that feels a little disrespectful, but I guess I get it. It does. But it's also played in Buffalo, so... Sure, 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 sure. Uh, Vikings-Bears, Ravens-Bengals, Chargers-Broncos, and Lions-Packers, another game. Both of those teams need to win to make the playoff. Uh, Texans-Colts, the... It's kind of a battle for if the Texans have the one or two pick there. Jets-Dolphins. Dolphins got a win to be in. They got a win and rely on the Pats losing. Panthers Saints, both those teams are out. Giants Eagles, Eagles got a win to get the number one seed. 
Browns Steelers. I think we said Steelers won. We we might see that winning season Steelers. Cardinals Niners, Rams Seahawks, and Cowboys Commanders. So let's see. Then then the teams that still that don't have a secure playoff spot but still have a chance. Jaguars and Titans because they still have to decide the AFC South. Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers. That's for the AFC. And there's one spot left in the NFC, and it could go to the Seahawks, Lions, or Packers. And uh, that's the NFL this week. Oh man, Pretty good game. Yeah, big big weekend coming up. I'm sad, but of course it will be an it will be uh, NFL exclusive. No, no. Yeah, I mean, it's last week for college, last yeah. week in the NFL regular season. Yeah. It's rough. We're running low on football. It, we really are, man. I, I was just talking about it. And, you know, the, the the thing is, like, because, like, you know, big big holidays, guy, right? Holidays are over. And it's real rough that the holidays and football end at, like, the same time. Yeah. Um, fucking. Ah, it's real depression hours. But we have wild card. We have playoff. And then, hey, once it's all over, XFL, baby. And then USFL. So lots uh, coming up to look forward to. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Going to gonna pull a little, you know, Aaron Rodgers okie doke here. Relax. It's going to be fine. So uh, good show, bud. Good show, man. Uh, those semifinal games, man. Those fucked me up. God, uh, fuck it. Fantastic game. That, that was fun watching it. That was fun watching it together and commentating that Ohio State Georgia game. I wish it had ended differently. Hopefully, the Natty does. Uh, yeah. Like we said, we will be doing that. We'll talk about that a little bit more next week when we cover when we uh, preview that game. But uh, it's gonna be weird the week after that. The show it's gonna be weird because it's like there's no college talk. <laughs> we'll be done talking yeah. about college. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, hey, let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Sure thing. All right. Say goodbye, suck. Goodbye.